This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello, welcome to the Latinx Football Forum with me and him, Matt Dean and Dave Bradley. How are you doing? You okay, guys? Hey, everyone's fine. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for asking, though. Good, good, we appreciate good. it. Um, we've we've had a right laugh today, haven't we, Dave? We have indeed. Yeah, we spent pretty much the whole day together. Yeah, we had killed each other. We had a lovely romantic meal for two. Uh, we went for a meal, yeah. Lovely meal. Yeah. At friends. Friends yeah. Restaurant on Ashton Road, if you don't know it, it's uh, lovely kebabs in there, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, and you paid finally as well. Nice. Yeah, because it's pretty cheap. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how's your week been, Matt? What day is it, Dave? Wednesday. Wednesday. It's been pretty good, yeah. It's been pretty good. I try not to think too much about latics because that route tends to ruin things. Yeah, it's been a challenging couple of weeks, hasn't it? Especially after Saturday. <sighs> To be honest, I'm saying that, but really, I mean, this season isn't. I think it's going all right. It's fine. We've got enough points on the board. You know what we want? We've played seven, lost three, drawn two, won two. Not good enough. Well, we've not lost more than we've lost. Well, we have lost more than we've won. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's about expectations. It's I think not I believe good enough, but last week on the phone in. It was a good one last week. It was. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but Brad came on. Yeah, good Brad. Yeah, good Brad. That's yeah, his I'm, bad, I'm, his... Bad, I'm good. I'm bad Brad. He's bad, good Brad. Bra- bad Bradley. But Brad called me Goat Brad. So yeah, but not greatest of all times because I look like Goat. Because <laughs> you're bad a lot. Well, because you're bad. Um, but he, he he came on claiming that Shaz was not the man to take us forward. A lot of agreed. A and, lot disagreed. And he gave us lots of stats and stuff. Um, super attacks. Yeah, and it was a good debate. It was a good debate. But one of the things that we that we've not had that many of in recent weeks has been callers. Yeah. So what we did, because this is a forum, but we what we didn't do was explain how necessarily to, how to do it, and how, how to get in touch. To done. We've done quite a few now, yeah. um, but we've explained it, and we've got, we've a queue of people tonight waiting to come on the show, which is fantastic. Really good to see. So what we'll do is we'll keep them all waiting for ages and just yap on. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, can I just say a quick happy birthday to Reese uh, from his uh, stepdad Danny and his mum Zoe? You so can. Many can, happy returns, mate. Can from, I say happy birthday, Reese, as well, please? Are you, are you still allowed to talk to children after that uh, episode thing? No. no. Okay. Fine. It's fine. I know Reese. Yeah, I'm okay. He's a good lad. Yeah. So happy birthday, mate. And also, can we just wish uh, the best to Hallam Hope? Uh, on a serious note as well, yeah. because uh, obviously the club statement this week from Model Athletic who was seriously injured, um, and, it's, yeah. and it's an ongoing investigation, but we just want to wish you all the best from the phone, because you are a, a fan's favourite, uh, and your work rate is undeniable. And He's got three goals this season so sorely, far. Sorely missed. So uh, yeah, all, all the best, best Alan. Hope you get well soon, mate. Um, just relax. Getting back to football is the least of your priorities, mate. I'm sure he's watching. Your best dad, <laughs> But, yeah, just take your time when we all wish you well, mate. <laughs> that um, wasn't a threat. Your best dad, <laughs> no. No, uh, no, it's seriously. Too soon, I <laughs> <did>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, so all the best, Alan. Um, and, yeah, so what, what? what's... We've, we've actually... Oh, right, yeah. Well, if you have... <laughs> okay, this is how prepared we are. 
Uh, if you haven't called in and you don't still don't know how, then the Latis Football Phone is live every Wednesday between half eight and half nine. If you want to join the conversation, then you need to join us on our StreamYard link, which looks something like this. You'll find the StreamYard link in our pin post on Facebook, Twitter, and in the comments section on YouTube. So if you want to join the debate, that's how you do it. Very professional. We're on it, aren't we? Yeah, We're we on are. it. Well, We're to- totally on it. Uh, yeah, me. Um, so, before we touch on the Chesterfield game then, and start getting stuck into some callers to talk about it, um, should we do one of the most popular features on the show? Well, in the world, the most popular feature. Should we do it in? Should we do it the opposite way around to what, what we did want. it on the yeah, schedule? Yeah, we'll do a running order and then you'll just ignore it. So do what you want. I see it more as a, as a reminder. We'll do it then. But it is one of the most popular things on the internet right now, isn't it? Yeah, after, well, before even Facebook and Twitter. So. More popular than kittens. That's a shocking decision. Calm down, play advancing. Review, correct review. Lewis, it's Lewis. It's fine. Lewis, I accept your apology. It, right, it happens to the best of us. It's fine, honestly. Right, I'll see you later. But just improve, mate. Yep. That was Lewis Smith, referee for Oldham Athletic versus Chesterfield on Saturday. He had a shocker. He was bad. Didn't manage the time wasting effectively. Give really crappy decisions in terms of yellow cards, missed a penalty, and just made the game about him. A referee should be unnoticed at all times, unless you're the king of the laws like me. Lewis, it's a one out of ten and a red card from me. The ref review. I don't remember the ref taking a penalty on Saturday. He missed a penalty claim. Yeah, it's just referee lingo. You just don't understand <laughs> not being a ref, you know. The, the, now you do actually know Lewis, don't you? I do. And he rang me, and that's he was uh, yeah. Apologised for his <laughs> yeah. dire performance. And, um, and how does he feel about you slating him on um, the internet? <laughs> we'll in find front. out, won't we? <laughs> uh, well, it was bad. It was bad. What level does he usually ref at? He's National League level. National, yeah, yeah, but he's, they're not used to crowds like that in the National League, are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, is that, is yeah, that... he, he did like. Decent games last season. He was doing like Boreham Wood versus. Uh, well, they're not used to crowds at Boreham Wood. We'll be able oh, to ask Brett about that in a bit when he comes on. Won't uh, we? Stockport versus Bromley. That was a big game last season. Did really well. It's just, it's just one of those things. You all have a bad day, unlike me, when you're a referee. But uh, we have bad, plenty of bad days when you're on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was poor. He was poor. Uh, but you, 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 things can only get better mm. or worse. Um, should yeah. we should we should we bring in uh, Andrew? Should we just give him a yeah. little warning? And to there? all the other callers, we are uh, we will bring you in. Just be a bit patient because it is great that you're all honest. We do appreciate. It, so just be a bit patient. Yeah, we'll guys. try and get through. He's is, is Andrew Lee there? He's not coming. So I tell you what, we'll go. We'll go to the next in the queue. Anthony. We'll bring Anthony in because we can see him. He's, and he's there. just about to drink his cup he's of tea. He's there. There you go. All right, Anthony. Evening. How you doing, mate? I'm not so bad, lads. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for clicking in. Yeah, following the instructions, the concise instructions. Yeah, yeah, I've been meaning to do it for well since you've started, really. But I've um, finally got the courage to kind of uh, show my face. I don't blame you for not getting for not for not joining. No, I do. Me you should him. be on every week. No, <laughs> no, brilliant. Thank you. Uh, what have you got? What do you want to say, Anthony? Not a lot, mate. I want you to ask me something. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, you were the hosts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's hell. your favourite colour? No, um, were you at the game on Saturday? I was. Right. Tell us about what. Tell us about what you thought of the performance on Saturday. Then. 
Well, it was garbage, weren't it? Let's be honest. It was, uh, well, what was it? 45 seconds in. Yeah. Um, absolute disaster. And we just, we never recovered, did we? Seven minutes no. later and game's completely finished. And it's, it's a bit similar in many ways to previous seasons where go one nil down, you think, can we get a draw? Go two nil down. And like, you're starting to think like, well, that's probably it. I can't see us scoring two at the moment, never mind three to win. Hmm. What do you think of the, you know, other than Chesterfield, we've had a few poor games at home, haven't we? Like Wheelstone and yeah. in some cases, Aldershot. What have you thought of, what have you thought of our home form? Um, I mean, we've, we've had little bits, haven't we? We've had five or 10 minutes where we, we've kind of got into the game and started to control it, but We've never, ever had, like, you know, good spells of 20, 30 minutes where we're on top and we've, like, really pegged the teams back in, you know. So, I think um, it definitely is a work in progress, isn't it? There's no way we've got going this season uh, whatsoever, really. But, um, obviously, with the top scorer now, we're out of action, so to speak. Um, You'd like to think that we might actually get that striker that I think a lot of people are wanting. In terms of... um... The recruit, the recruitment. What do you think that is? Uh, how do you think that's been this season? It's a bit of an unknown, really, isn't it? Because if, I think for probably a lot of Latics fans, we don't we don't really follow the national league. We've been had our eyes on leagues one and two. Yeah, for, for donkeys years, and a lot of these players that we've signed, other than reading, like you know that they've you know, played for Stockport in promotion teams, etc. The Speaking from a personal point of view, they come as a bit of an unknown, really. So, who, who do you think has been a decent signing? Who do you think has been a bad signing? Because for me, I think re-signing Stops was probably a bad decision. Do you yeah, I, mean, I, I can only think that he's extremely cheap. Um, <laughs> and he's one of them players that, you know, he'll put 12 crosses in. And one of them crosses... Is absolutely fantastic. It's got plenty of pace on it. He's beat his man, but the other eleven, uh, you know, they're just non-existent, really. So um, I don't know. I don't know if it's got the influence of this squad's been assembled under the previous regime, and you know, do we have to wait till next season to see a squad assembled under the the new regime? You know what I mean? It was a very very tough summer, though, wasn't it? I mean, like, there's a takeover going on. A lot of uncertainty, you know, for for a time, for four weeks at least there, there was kind of the clubs in limbo. Um, so where do you stand on the consolidation versus the we should be pushing for promotion stance? Well, I don't want to fall foul of uh, Patrick, but, you know, I think I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit of a consolidation person, but stroke a bit, use the word realistic, um, you know, I think, I think we just got to like kind of accept that this year is not a right off as such, but um, I think we just got to be a, like I say a bit realistic to appreciate that a lot of this squad has been assembled, like as I say, under the Lemsingham's kind of thing, and um, I think we're just finding our feet, really, to be honest. Do, do you think Sheridan's the right man for the job? Well. It was one of them, like, I was having, like, uh, slight doubts before last week's phone-in. And when the Chesterfield guy was on, 
saying like what his experiences he felt as a Chesterfield fan, um, i.e. not much scouting of the other teams, not much tactics, uh, not really interested in the youth team. Now, if any of that, if half of that is true, what he's saying, it's a bit worrying kind of thing. Uh, but I mean, obviously, we all want, it was a bit like when Andy Ritchie was the manager, when Frank Bunn was the manager, every Latix fan wanted the ex-player to succeed more than, say, a Dave Penny or a Ronnie Moore or something like that. So it, it is a tricky one. I mean, we really do want Shez to succeed, but um, it's one of them only time will tell us we've seen today. Like, you know, the, the fella at Chelsea, he's got the bullet, you know, and he yeah. only just uh, won the uh, Champions League, didn't he? So, you know, there's no one's uh, infallible, are they? Everyone's no. uh, going to lose the job at some point. I think it's a results-based business and, you know, I think the next four weeks is quite telling for Shez. If we don't, we've got Borenwood, walking, Eastley, and who's the, who's the other, is it Bromley, is it? I think it's Bromley, Bromley isn't it? yeah. And if we don't get decent results after them, because I'd say they're mid-range, other than Bromley, who were pushing for the playoffs last season. Yeah. They, they are mid-range sort of teams, so I think the pressure will be on. Yeah, they're all very nice, sort of National League-sounding names, aren't they? You know, and... That's because that's what that's what they are, you know. The teams of this level, and and so are we now. And like that's well, what we have to remember. We, we're here because we've struggled, and not because we've been doing well. And there's a lot to turn around. I tell you what, let's bring our mate in, um, the finest sandwich maker and bin man combination in the hall of Oldham. All right, bin man. Bin man. How you doing, guys? You all good? Yeah, you mate. Not bad, mate. Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. Tell you're us how you. Tell us how you're feeling, my friend. It's all about you right now, Bin Man. Well, it's all about... Well, I've got to take it off you sometime, haven't I, Matt? Yeah. You <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hard to uh, think of because I had this conversation today with another fellow Latics fan and, you know, it's hard to criticise when you've been taken over and you've wanted change and now you've got it, but if, if that makes a bit of sense. But I think the football's just been absolutely... It's been woeful, hasn't it? It's just... It's it's been hard to watch. It has, and like the last call, I pardon me for not knowing your name. I did forget, but you know, he said that we haven't had a spelling in any games where we're doing really well here, and you know, it is hard been to watch. And touching on from Saturday, you know, Sheridan obviously has done his team talk, gone out, and it's gone out the window in thirty-five seconds because of an absolute howler from the keeper. You know, how do you come back from that? I think I think you can't account. You know, there's some things you can't mitigate for and coach for. You know that errors happen. You know what I mean? Look, the, the, yeah. the biggest players in the in the game make these sort of errors. You know, look at uh, Peter Crouch. He's massive. No, but look at Carius. You know, at Champions League final where he rolled the ball at the biggest stage, biggest arena. You know, yeah, it just happens that. But the second goal is unforgivable because that that did kill us, didn't it? Where you lose possession on the edge of your box trying to take a yeah an attacking midfielder on when Jordan Clark did that. It just the thing is, though, that when that first goal went in, everybody knew. It was kind of like, oh. Yeah. After yeah. a few seconds, we all knew, didn't we? And then yeah. we knew that this is like, you can't give a, the team the top of the league a goal start like that. And well, then as soon as the other one went in, like he had, even the Atleticos were sitting down, weren't they? It was just I thought, like... I thought, the, I thought we came back, though, in the next 20 minutes passages of play. We just totally yeah. went through, made the wrong decision, went yeah. for the glory shot and should have squared it to hope. Hope was unlucky and deflected one wide. Now, on another day, they could have gone in, do you know what I mean? And as I say, it it, it, it just killed us. The confidence just eked out of us very quickly. So it makes me wonder whether Shez 
gives the players confidence as such. Does he motivate them properly? You know what I mean? Because looking at it, the old Sheridan, when we did it against Millwall, when we were 2-0 down after 10 minutes, but we beat them 4-3 when Chris Taylor scored, it was a different side, better players. I know it's a higher, higher division, but we had a bit more bite and a bit more gusto and a few more characters in there, didn't we? And I, you know it, what, though? I, just... Yeah, but I think that's the thing. Like, I think we I spoke to Tony Cars on the phone, in, uh, was no, on the podcast last, last um, season, and talking about the types of players and what players are like these days and like what what motivates them and what doesn't motivate them and you know Shez is very much of the old school isn't it mm -hmm. in terms of and I think maybe I don't I don't know because I don't know the lads and I don't know what they're like and it's just that lads that are now in their 20s early 20s have maybe just come up and through different kind of system that well there's no you, reserve team football anymore is there that's the, one of the big differences I guess so yeah like how do, how do you motivate young lads now and, and what type of management style is needed and well Sheridan doesn't use a lot of the kids though does he that's his, that's how, that's my biggest bugbear you know Harry Vaughan is screaming for a start and mm. he just doesn't want to start him I just don't get him he didn't even make the squad did he he didn't even make the no. squad we need players like that. We need young good players like Harry Vaughan. But like you're saying about Sheridan there, guys, you know, I like the fella. I love him. I, you know, I won't have a bad word to say about him, but it's a big month for him this. It's a big month. I, I yeah. want, we need at least seven <laughs> points out of this month. We do. Yeah. We got, we got, like you said, Dave, we got Bournewood, Walking, Eastleigh and Bromley. It's a big month. It's a big month. And they're not, they're not big teams, are they? Not no. disrespecting them, but they're not, are they? No, no, but we we are at we are at that level now, aren't we? Are you going to all the games, Ben, man? Uh, yeah, yeah. I will be there Saturday. What about you, Anthony? Do you do you travel much or? No, I I, I used to do back in the day, kind of thing. But um, just uh, I mean, this is my first season back after after the COVID situation and then boycotting last season. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, the home games for me, kind of thing at the moment. Where do you sit, Anthony? Back of the Rochdale Road end. Right, brilliant. Yeah, it's quality in there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's best stand by a mile. Yeah, yeah. I you... believe the club are looking at um, possibly uh, doing something in the future for people in wheelchairs because one of the problems with the stand is that if everyone stands up, hmm. the people that are sat in the chairs at the back suddenly, from having a clear view, yeah. It goes that so you're having to like lift yourself up a bit to see but uh yeah you know obviously after as dave said after seven minutes um on saturday everyone thought sod this and sat down so uh, <laughs> yeah. we had quite a good view of a rubbish game it was unusual wasn't it for, for everyone to be sat down like by yeah. half time like that before half time uh, and yeah. that's that's an indicator and this is the thing though like i'm, I'm thinking about this and you know you talk about the atmosphere and you look back at some of the games last season um does it really? People always say, "Oh, the crowd makes a big difference." Mm. If you're not good enough, does it make a difference, or no. or does it make a difference if you are if you're good enough and you just need that extra bit of something? No, no, because it doesn't appear to make a difference to me. No, it doesn't. Unless unless you're on the crest of a wave, you know what I mean. But again, Aldershot, we've often done puff, but we played a different system. That's why we were better than Aldershot because we put four at the back and pinned them in. This three five two, I don't know what he's doing. Torquay is the only game that we played decent in, but again, it's just not. It's just it just doesn't work, does it? Should we have a quick listen to Shares and talk about Shay? Yeah, this seems like a good time to bring it in. Shares on Shay. Shares, do you think we need to show a bit more now to so be a bit more nasty in the yeah, midfield? Yeah, yeah, all over. Well, not just midfield, all over the place. 
all over the place. Definitely, definitely. You gotta have a, you gotta have this. You don't have to be a nasty person, but you can be you can be a different person for ninety minutes. And I definitely feel we need some of them out on the pitch. And I think we've got one or two, but we need to do it more. We need to do it more. You've got to have this willingness and desire to do things ugly. Be you don't have to be everyone's best mate on the pitch. Go out there and just win the game. You can be the best mate after there and have a drink and more and a chat with them. And I do really. It's, it, football's a different game now. Different game. In terms of the fans, though, they did still carry on singing no, all the way through. The fans don't want to win me. I'm the manager. I pick the team. I take a lot of the blame. I've picked the team so and the shape. So I don't want to go on about the fans. I feel I feel down for the fans, but they don't want to hear me say that because they know what I feel. We know lose. They know what I think about them. So, but I just want to win all the time. Players should adjust. If you're playing a three five two, I think we played a three five two at Torquay. We were excellent. We played three five two in other periods where we've been really good. 4 3 3, we've done. Shape is, the game is naturally, it changes into a 4 4 2, a 4 3 3, a 3 5 2, all join the game. It's players reading the game and adjusting and just knowing what their job is, where I should be on the pitch, what I should be doing, how we, how many diagonal, every time we hit a diagonal ball today, and young Dave done it quite, we give them problems. For some reason, we stopped doing it. In a 3 5 2 against a 4, you the diagonals. And then all of a sudden, Mandeville will drop in, one of their better players, and the left sided midfield player will drop in because we're getting a lot of joy. But we stopped doing it. And then when we come back out and give it, we will dribble in the middle of the pitch. And for some reason, misplace a pass which is so easy, they break on us. And I'm pulling my hair out at times. And, you know, we've got some good players, and we just, I'm not someone who, so anyone who knows me, I try not to make excuses because of the goal first minute or whatever, whatever. We've, we've got a lot of injuries at the moment. Obviously, Dan going off didn't help. We miss Porter's um, cuteness up top, uh, experience, and there's other, there's other areas, so we've just got to work out and try and get the back players back. Just got to improve, to be really honest. We've got to improve and, and, and stop losing games and, and go and try and win games a lot better than what we do. What do you make of that, lads? Is, is it, does it fill you with much confidence that, that he can get that improvement? No. <laughs> In a nutshell. Go no. on, elaborate on that, mate. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, it, it sounds depressing. It sounds like so he's telling me someone just passed away. <laughs> it, sounds yeah, like a, it, sound, it sounds a bit frustrated and quite desperate in yeah. some respects, doesn't he? Yeah, he sounds down. He sounds... It's, I don't... Don't sound good, does it? Don't feel you were confident. But he's right, you know. You know, we go from a three-five-two to during the game, we go to a four-three-three. Three. I think we should go four-four-two. Yep, agreed. And play fond up, and obviously, you know, I said this on Saturday. Obviously, not knowing about Orp, I'd, I would have played fond up and up and put Tollett on the left mm. and put a wing, put Stubbs on the right. You know, I'd, I'd go traditional four-four-two. I think that's what he's crying out for. But who am I? <laughs> it sounds to me though like. His main frustration is the fact that play, see John Sheridan, his main strength was reading the game, wasn't it? He didn't, he, you know, he he didn't move that much. He had great control. He had great vision. He read the game really well. He was very very accurate with his passes, and you know he read the game brilliantly. And I think when you read the game really really well, it's frustrating when you ha when you have players that don't read the game really it's they're frustrating to play with because you see the runs you see the spaces you see the passes they don't and it's really hard to play with so i think it's the same for for Shrezzy when he's coached i think he gets very frustrated that the players aren't adaptive enough and good enough in play and he can't coach that in the game and i think that that is where he needs to get more out of them in training i think in terms of working with them 
coaching them and 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 get, as a team building that kind of confidence in the shape um and and just spending hours and hours and hours just going over these things because how else are they going to learn it if, if not doing it that way yeah definitely have to agree Shall we? Um, um, I tell you what, uh, Anthony. Thanks for getting in touch. Well, and, and, and getting the hope confidence. To, hope to see you again, mate. As yeah, well. see you in the next no no yeah. And we'll bring in Brett. So thanks for that, Anthony, because he's been very, very patient and he's been waiting in the green room. And we were talking about the weekend there, and we play Boreham Wood. And those eagle-eyed amongst you will note that that, that Brett is wearing a Boreham Wood shirt. And those who were very, very eagle-eyed will know, like I knew this, that it was a commemorative shirt from the fifth round of the FA Cup. Match one. Last season. Match one. How are you, Brett? Oh, you're on mute, mate. Unmute yourself, Brett. Hello. Yes, very well. Thanks, chaps. How are you? Very well, indeed. Thank you very much for coming on yeah. uh, and helping us on our first uh, season in the National League understand a bit more about our opposition because... The majority, not, I don't know if it's the majority, but certainly there's a lot of teams in this division that we haven't played before. And correct me if I'm wrong, we've never played Boreham Wood. I don't remember us ever playing in the Cup or anything like that, I don't have think we? so, no. No, no I don't so, think so it's the first time. So I seem to recall from a bit Boreham Wood being on uh, BT quite a few times last season. And if I'm, if I'm, I'm uh, right in thinking, they had a very, very big, very, very strong defensive line that stood out and you were a very, very difficult team to score against. Is is that right? Yes, that was right last season. I mean, it's still <laughs> sort of the case this season, but I think we, uh, I mean, until, I mean, basically our form sort of tailed off at the end, but yeah, I mean, up until about February or March, our defence was fantastic. We hardly yeah. had any goals. And how's, um, how's this season shaping up for you so far? Yeah, it started off well. I mean, it's uh, I mean, I mean, it's quite interesting that we've played four games away, and won them all, but uh, we've played three at home and haven't won any of them. So uh, that's promising. It's a bit odd. I mean, it's promising for you guys, definitely. But uh, you see, unfortunately but, for us, Brett, we're one of those teams where, like, if somebody hasn't won for eight years uh, and then they, they play Oldham, uh, that's when they get the first win. Yeah, that, that kind of thing happens all the time, doesn't it? So South End hadn't won a game all season and then we until we went down there this season and and they beat us. So um don't don't be too despondent at that at that stat because uh, there's definitely definitely hope for you. Um currently are you about fifth at the moment in the national league? Yes, we're fifth in the league, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of Luke Garrard, he's he's been there a number of a number of years as a player and a and a manager. What what sort of manager is he? Is he is he is he an expansive sort of uh, exciting style of play, or is he is he is he a bit more conservative as such? He's probably a bit more conservative. I think even he'd, even he'd admit that. I mean, it's all uh, defence first, and then sort of build from the back, really. So I think we've always had strong defences since he's been there. Right, I think that's okay. always been the key. Have, have you had any? Had some, sorry, I was just saying. No, come on, no, And when we've had successful seasons, it's usually been. Because we've had some good forwards to put the ball in the net, you know. That's... Well, looking at looking at the table from like, as it stands now, top five: Chesterfield, Wrexham, Notts County, Solihull, Moors, and Boreham Wood. Like you, they're all teams that did well last season, aren't they? Were in and around in the mix. Um, do you think that this division is a div like you, you obviously? How many divisions have you been in? Uh, sorry, how many seasons have you been in uh, this division for now? 
Since 2015, so this is our eighth season. So when so you, when you've seen teams like Oldham, Notts County, Chesterfield, and whatnot come down, has it taken clubs like ours time to ad- adapt and adjust and, and and build again? Yes, very much so. Now, what we found is, I mean, there's been clubs like Leighton Orient and Tranmere that have come down and have had, you know, and even Hartlepool. They've had sort of bad runs at the beginning. Quite often, they've been in the bottom half of the table, maybe in their first seasons, and then somehow they've got back up, but not sort of immediately. Mm. Uh, they'll come back up after two, three, or four years. So, mm. uh, obviously, I mean, unfortunately, with only one automatic uh, promotion spot and one in the playoffs, it's very difficult to go back up. Mm, as yeah. teams like Wrexham will have no cook. Because they're in their fifteenth year in this league. In terms I mean, I'm sure you guys don't want fifteen years in this league. Do you? Oh no, 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 no! Don't wish us that. Come on, mate, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. But I mean, like Stockport, it's that was eleven years, and obviously they went down again, and, and York have been down again, and and we've had other other teams that have that have done similar. It's it's really really tricky. Um, and yeah, I mean, we obviously within our fan base, we've got a number of fans that, that expect that we should be bouncing back pretty much straight away now that we've got new owners, yeah. and then there's other people that are a bit more, a bit Which more, yeah. I mean, the thing is about it though, for people like Bin Man, who's all, who's still there, Bin Man, I am, uh... who, who travels home and away, like you know, pretty much every game. Um, you, you're getting a lot of new, um you're getting a lot of new grounds. What's what's it going to be like? What's it like for the away fan, Brett? What can Binman have to look forward to on Saturday when he goes down? Well, hopefully a warm welcome. Hopefully a, a defeat. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> but, no. I mean, I think, you know, I think it's a nice place. And hopefully, if, you know, hopefully you'll be comfortable there and hopefully you'll have a good day out apart from the match. Is the, is there, is the ground, is there plenty of boozers and stuff around the ground and that kind of thing? There or? are. I mean, unfortunately, the bar in the ground's a bit small for sort of home and away fans. Unfortunately, away fans can't go in there. But, yeah, there are uh, plenty of pubs in the high street, which is probably a 10-minute walk or five, 10-minute walk from the ground. That's that's good. That's what you which want, really. Good. That's ideal. Yeah. Changing my mind now, Dave. What do you think? Big. Unfortunately, Fancy it's just it. not big enough to drink in the bar, you know. <laughs> In terms of Leon Love, though, he signed him from Brackley Town. He's had a bit of a good start, hasn't he? Four goals in six games. He seems like a bit of a decent, decent coup, hasn't he? You know, from uh, from from the National League South, He's, he, he did all right, didn't he? Yeah, he's been very good. I mean, he got sent off in his first game, so I mean, he didn't really endear it. I mean, he got sent off in his first game. It was a second sort of book of offence, but so he only missed right. one game. But uh, I think it took him a couple of games to sort of get in on the back of that. And yeah, he's been exceptional. Like four goals in the last three games. And he just looks mm. really strong and really, really good. He could be a. Well, that's the thing, and it's signing from the lower leagues. So, you know, this is what I think a lot of Athletics fans need to appreciate that if you wanted to get decent players, you've got to look to the lower leagues as well as the as well as the, the leagues around us. You know, trying to sign a Championship player on loan, it doesn't seem to work. You need to get these hungry, hungry players for the national. Well, Brad said that last week, didn't he? On the on the phone last week. Yeah. You know, we need we need to be looking down there because it's all right getting the ones from the football league, get experience from the football league, but we need young hungry kids coming up from the uh, conference north south. That's what we need yeah, to look at. I think at. it's a case of knowing your league. I think maybe Oldham have probably been looking in, you know, in, I mean, sort of previously had been looking in Championship or League One. Now they've probably got to look at 
the Conference North or sort of National League North players. Mm. I mean, so most of our players that we've signed or that have been good in the last few years have come from the lower league, haven't necessarily come from our from our league or from an EFL club. That's quite telling. It's a case of sort of mm. picking the sort of young, hungry players that are, and there are quite a lot. Yeah, or picking the young hungry players in your own squad, uh, which might might be helpful. On on Saturday, um, I'll just bring this up here because I want to talk a little bit about the team. But um, Joe reckons that four two three one could do well with Tollett, Vaughan, and Burgess as the three. Possible? Do you think, Dave? Bit lightweight for me. Yeah. Fondop is the one, presumably. Yeah. Because um, yeah. have you still got those big solid lads up at the back um, that that like? Win will win every header because sticking fond yeah, on, on his own against those lads seems like he's going to be in for a torrid time on Saturday. Mm. If, he, if we're just pinging big balls up to him, I can't see him getting much joy. Oh. We've got some big lumps at the back. I think it's, yeah. uh, you know, the, uh, the big lumps. And the thing is, they're quite sort of mobile as well. So it's not a case yeah. of just necessarily getting a, a sort of nippy player in front of them. They're pretty good at, they're very good at tackling, they're very good at sort of getting stuck in. Yeah. And so we're going to work give a lot out. Of fouls away they don't give a lot of fouls away, which is uh, good. Yeah, it's going to be a really it's going to be a really tough game. I think especially uh, you you know what we said about Hallam Hope, he's uh he's out yeah. now for the foreseeable future and, he, and and he's by far our most energetic player, covers loads of ground, harasses defenders all the time. He scored three goals already this season, so really massive miss. Yeah. So you, that's that's a real shame. Uh, so it, it really is up to like you know shares now to figure out how to. Well, I mean it's it's one door closes and other opens. You like to hope at least for for somebody who else is going to come well, in. Well, you, you'd hope so. So I mean, I hear a lot about you guys talking about the lack of sort of youth players that he's he's sort of bringing through, and yeah, he doesn't seem to care too much about. Uh, the youngsters at the club. I mean, it's not fun. It's quite hard to believe. But I think at this level, you really have to look at those youngsters, especially if they mm-hmm. have been in sort of football league academies and things like that. It's amazing. I think, yeah. Enough, I don't know, but it's, I don't know, but because last season, what he said was that um, he didn't want to throw them in, in in a relegation fight. That like it was kind of like too enough. much pressure on them, right? So, but like start of this season, it was a clean slate, you know, um, and he still doesn't seem to want to play them. So that kind of makes the comment about not playing them last season for that reason seem a little bit hollow, if you know what I mean. So, um, yeah. But listen, um, sorry, Brett, but we've got quite a few callers that we need to get through. So can we, I would like you to give us a prediction. Obviously, you hope Boring Wood are going to win on Saturday, but what what do you think, based on the overall analysis, the result's going to be? 1-0 to Boring Wood. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think we're I think we're going to really struggle to score on yeah. on uh, Saturday. So, yeah, I, I'm thinking it's going to be a fairly low. I'm hoping it's going to be a fairly low scoring game anyway, because I think if there is goals, they'll be coming in yeah, our, our in our way. Because uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to go. I'm. I don't like predicting against Latin. I'm going to go for a one-all draw or nil-nil. I think. I think we're going to sneak a one-nil. There we go. But That's Brett, again, mate, we really appreciate reaching out to you on Facebook and coming, being so accommodating, coming on our show. Uh, yeah. And hopefully we'll get you back on when we've got the Boreham Wood game at home later on in the season. Absolutely. If you fancy it, mate. Thanks All right, mate. Cheers, right, mate. Thanks Thank for coming you. on, Jeff. Right. All the best, Brett. Right, bring Gaz in. Gaz, 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 Gaz. Gaz, are you there, mate? Yo, can you hear me? 
Yeah. Yes, we've got you, mate. He's still in Malaga. No, no, back home now. Oh, uh, yeah, you sound, you sound delighted about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lovely five-hour delay, but, yeah, made it home eventually. Good, good. What's up, mate? What do you want to say? Uh, obviously, so I listened in to the last two games. Um, I checked in with Bin Man and Brad and whatnot, seeing what were going on, but... I just think, and this is about me even being there, we're not set up to win games and we haven't been all season. Um, I know it's really easy to say, oh, there's no plan and no tactics. And, but if you listen to Shares pre-match and post-match, even his interviews lack details. There's, there's no fine detail into anything. We've got to do better. We've got to do it quicker. How? Mm. What's he doing about it? Mm. The, the guy who's just been on from Boreham Woods said himself they've got decent centre-arse, good in the air, quick. No doubt on Saturday we'll whack it up to fond up all game. He'll win well, a couple I, of flick-ons. Who's going to be near him? It's, it's, there's no one around I just him, think No, and I just think we're absolutely... just We're missing a trick here, capitalising on all the, um, the good feel. The, the crowds, a mate of mine said, because I said the crowds will start to dwindle, and he said they won't dwindle, guys, they'll plummet. And I think he's right. It's, it's a shame. We won't get 6,000 against Eastley, not if we're not winning games. We won't. And it, it is a real shame because the momentum was there to really build on it. The one thing I'll say about Shez is I love him. He was the, he was the only guy who could have given us something last season. But football's a business and there's no room for sentiment in business. Mm. And if we're not careful, I, I, this could go the wrong way. It could go disastrously the wrong way. How many games do you give him? And you, uh, for you first, guys, how many games would you give him? Well, well my this isn't this is another argument I have when you hear 10, 15 games. What's the point if you're going to do that? What, what's 10 games? What's 15? It's nothing really, is it? But you, this is where your management team has to be good and you have to be preventative and not reactive. And if you can see it's not going to work, there's nothing in Sheridan's record to suggest that this is going to change. Yeah, so to be honest, I would I would jump on it now, and I know it's like I said, but there's no room for sentiment in in business, and I'd jump on it now, and we've we've got to go out and get someone hungry, who lives and breathes for coaching, who wants to make a difference. Dave, do you know when you spoke about the Millwall game in oh seven oh eight? Yeah, part of the reason we turned that round because we had attention to detail. Do you remember the free kick Taylor scored? Yeah, it was off the training ground. Exactly, we Agreed. are seeing nothing. On the on, off the training ground, come onto the pitch against Torquay. We looked all right, but we were against another dinosaur. Gary yeah. Johnson's a dinosaur as well. And I, I'm sorry that I'm using that term, but that's just how it feels at the moment. Well, Shed, Shed says it has said it himself, and he's, he's a self-confessed dinosaur. He said, honestly, it, I so... love the bloke. He's, he's the Lord. My little girl was singing here to you, Johnny Sheridan, the other day. He's, he's still loved in this house, but yeah. I'll come to a point well. where he's... I just think like it, it's not going to work. But he's giving very. I mean, he's, you heard his, that interview, and he was just huffing and puffing and looking at the ground. And you 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 look at Shez for answers. I want him I... to tell us how we're going to change it for next week, and he's not doing. Well, he mentioned about the the, the big diagonal balls um, that the new lad was playing from the back, and he said well, yeah. it were working, and we stopped doing it. And it was kind of like, well, was that the only thing we've got? A diagonal ball, well, like pumped long over the mid, like bypassing the midfield completely. 
Well, mm. again, I was criticised for saying it, but I went to the first friendly at Bamba Bridge and the warning signs were there. We got outplayed in them first five, six, pre, uh, six pre-season friendlies and that was playing 4-4-2. We were getting murdered. But mm. Radcliffe Borough were playing one-two triangles around us. We just couldn't get near him. And that's why he's dropped the 4 4 2. Because against better players in this league, we'd get even nowhere near as closer to the ball. Mm. But yeah, you're right, Matt. You know, Sheridan was a ball player. Why, so why are we hitting long balls? He said after South End, Harry Vaughan was our best player and maybe should start playing him more. He's had six minutes since. Yeah. It, it's just it's a walking hypocrite at the moment. And I love the bloke to bits. And I, I'd hate to think it's going to end a sour. We need. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's results are what matters, isn't it? I mean, we, we need wins. Um, I, we're not having much luck, are we, in terms of like the incident with Hallam Hall, for example? No, disastrous. Um, and we've got a long list of injuries. Um, got a long. Why? Why don't he get? Why don't he? I mean, I think one one way we can save shares is if we employ a couple of coaches. That yeah, well, this that's was, one way we can save him. Yeah, this was the argument last week that we were having. We, we, not the argument, but the discussion we were having with Brad last week was: um, Can the club do more to support shares? Do, do we? Do, does are we lacking in in important departments in the club that support the manager? Um, we're, we're probably, if, we're not, yeah. if we're not supporting him, I think we should just get rid of him yeah. and bring someone else in, bring his own coaches, staff in. Well, I mean, do you, do you think Shed would accept Ryan, some coaches? Do you think he'd like? Do you think he'd like that? Because I, I think he'd hate it and refuse. I think he'd probably tell him walk. He's a bit stubborn. A new, yeah. a new, fat, a new, new direction, new, new ideas. I think he's a bit of a stubborn guy, isn't he? But well, surely anyone who can come in and help you do your job better is. I mean, well, see, see I mean, I put threat. up with you, and you, yeah, you, well, you know, you've come in and helped. Yeah, but I'm better. Do you so, know? Yeah. Do you know? To be honest, lads, and it, it, it's not going to be a popular um, view, this, but I, I just, Shez just hasn't seemed to embrace this takeover at all. I just get mm. the impression he, he's not. He doesn't seem too happy with it. He doesn't seem as enthused as everyone else. I don't know if he thinks secretly thinks it's a bit of a circus and he don't want no part of it, but. He's not embraced it like everyone else has. Well, listen, I'm going to kick Bin Man out because he's been on for a while. Cheers, Bin Man. No worries, pal. See you soon, mate. Cheers, mate. You owe me a pint, by the way. And me. And me. We'll bring Mids Blue in because you've been waiting very, very patiently there. mate. What's your name, mate? Unmute, mate. Or we'll unmute you. Sorry, Simon. Hi, Simon. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. You're all right. What do you make of Gaz's last point there that, that Shez seems a bit underwhelmed by? Is, isn't that just Shez's kind of demeanour about things in general? What do you reckon? It's a good point. I can remember when he was last here and uh, admittedly it was before uh, and he was saying that the players weren't listening to him then and he was really despondent and he, he's just painting that same picture at the moment. You know, he, he's, I've just listened back to the, the soundbite that when you, Dave, you interviewed him and you know, if, if I was in a working life and I was saying I'm a manager and my people aren't listening to me, the company would like think we've got to change it, haven't we? Yeah. And that, and that's what he's saying. He's just saying my players aren't listening to me. They're not doing what I'm asking them to do. You know, and you know, you hit the nail on the head, Mike, um, Matt, when you say he's doing long diagonal balls. That's not what shares used to do on the pitch. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, I think he's just lost it massively. I think you know he has been probably. Um, 
overwhelmed with the takeover and all that. You know, he's probably overshadowed by uh, the Royals coming in and all that. And um, I don't know, I think something needs to happen and happen quite quickly because, you know, we've got the next 2,000 fans on the gate. That'll soon start to disappear. Yeah. You know, just quick r- rough maths. That's 36 grand per game that's coming in, roughly, mm. yeah. that we're going to be missing. It's just madness. Yeah, those... Yeah. That that extra money on the on the gate is is pivotal in it in keeping the club ticking over. So I think like uh, like you said, guys, from a business decision. Um, I mean, for me, it's always a it's a question of you know if the if we're going to support the club, we're going to support you know we're going to turn up if we understand the importance of putting money into the club and getting behind it. Are we all that fickle that if we start losing games, we won't bother going? Or you know, are we are we do we do we think short term in that respect? <laughs> or does a, does a proportion of the fan base think like that and other fans think differently? Well, well, or? well do you, you can lose games playing well, can't you? But yeah. we're not playing well. That's the point yeah. for me. I, I think... Yeah, but what know, I'm that, saying is that, is that you're, you've got a season ticket. Have you got a season ticket, uh, yeah. Simon? Yeah. yeah. So we've, whether we go or not doesn't matter now because we've, we've spent our money. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the people that are going to turn up week in, week out. Yeah. And, and are those people affected by... The performances to such a degree, maybe somebody. If there's anybody out there that that wants to phone in either this week or next week about that, you know, if you pay, if you're a pay on the day kind of person, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, it does affect you. I think with pay on the day, you think uh, can I be well, asked? Well, I read on Twitter like a few people saying I'm not going until Sheridan's gone. You know, you actually pay on the day. About four or five comments after the thread, you know, and I said if anyone got any questions, and a few people were quite, you know. Has he gone yet? He needs to go. I'm not coming back if I'm paying this money every week to watch that sort of. They're not playing well, are they? That's the thing. And if I was, if I was paying on the day, you know, as much as I love Latics, the last few performances, but this I, is, I wouldn't. But this I, I don't is think the, I'd stomach it. This is the thing, though. So we all want the club to play well. We all want the team to play well. We want to enjoy winning football matches. We've, we've just been relegated to the uh, national league after the worst owners. After a string of you know not particularly brilliant orders, so everything's gone down the pan. How do we rebuild as a club if we're not prepared to all just grind it out, <laughs> pay our money, turn up, invest in the club, and, and try and help swell the coffers of the club so that we can get out of this division? Because one thing's for sure: if we all stop going, the club's not going anywhere. Apart well, from we won't stop division. going. We, we won't stop going, will we, though, Matt? But like you said, there's an element of 2,000 people. Like, I'm in about four WhatsApp groups for six aside. I've been bringing three or four lads with me to each game from that who aren't season ticket holders, who aren't necessarily Oldham fans at art, but they've been coming because against Wellstone at home, for example, they were listening to Atletico, they were like, wow, this is great, isn't it? But if you come in, like, say, against Chesterfield and the poor lads are out of energy and he's absolutely, they're absolutely zapped of enthusiasm and anything to hope for, it, it, it kills that experience. And then it puts a lot of pressure on the Atleticos then to keep um, day trippers interested mm. and to come back, well, doesn't it, really? Well, we've sold 4,000 season tickets, haven't we? Yeah. And so there's 2,000 coming a game. There's still 2,600, 2,700 coming a game. Yeah. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and if, say, 500, 600 of them think, I'm not going again after that, watching Magnus Norman pass... Pass the ball, get closed down in the 45th, 45th second, you know, and then showing no resilience or fight back or passion for the shirt because they weren't playing. I don't, I'm sorry, I, I, I love Alden, but none of them players were playing for the shirt. Dan Gardner, all right, he had a bit of an injury, but he didn't fancy it, did he? When you watch your captain go down, take a shot and go off, 
He just didn't fancy. He weren't meant to be playing, was he? Well, well, well would you see Lee Ducksby do that? Or, you know, David Ayres do that? They'd go through till the end, wouldn't they? Mike Milligan would go through to the end if his leg rang off. But Dan Gardner, I'm sorry, he just didn't fancy it. He thought, oh, I'm not really up for this, you know. All right, there's pain barriers and stuff like that. But as I said, it's the old school now to the new school of thought that I'll look after myself. I, I'm, I don't really fancy it today. You know what I mean? Can you just ask like... you something, lads, before I, I'll was off and let you get someone else in, right? When we brought these two players in last Friday, the the, the narrative on Twitter and probably the message board was, right, well, that's Clark out at least because the lad is shot. Mm. He starts and then, unless I'm wrong, he took the captain's armband when Gardner went off. Yeah. So we can see that that lad's suffering. We can all we're all assuming he's out of the team when we sign these defenders because of his performances. He was having an absolute nightmare against Wellstone at home, and he's just not improved since. He got robbed on the box um, yeah. Saturday, and yet Shez starts him, gives him the captaincy when Gardner goes off. I think Shez is a bit blinded when it comes to this term experience pros, and I think Clark is perhaps someone he was referring to in his interview afterwards. For sure, yeah. I don't know. I don't know because it's it's you know it took a while for him to drop stops after a few shocking performances. You like you say, Clark is no right to start the game on Saturday with the, with the performances that he's put in. He he offers he offers nothing at right back, and it's and it, it, I think that's I think that's one of the things why he's planning to play with the three because I think he's trying to accommodate Jordan Clark, but he doesn't want to play Jordan Clark as uh, one of two centre-halves. So that's why he's trying to play him as three. But if Because he, he don't want me, the young lads in, does he? No, so he'd be better. But for me, he'd be better off just getting rid of Clark, for sure, and, and, and get, until he sorts his head out. Because whatever it is, it's in his head. Because you don't just lose he, the ability to play football, but he's, 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 not, he's not playing well. So. It's confidence, in it? And at any yeah. level, it can happen where the ball's going under your foot, the opposition clock on and say, he's struggling yeah. and they get on you. It happens and it's horrible. And sometimes yeah. you've got to be safe from yourself. But yeah. Yeah. Chess is seeing it completely differently to how we are. I think he's part of the reason why Jack Stobbs has struggled because he just offers nothing. By the way, Jack Stobbs is living rent-free in people's heads more than Barry Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that seems, like a good way to, that seems like a good way to end, guys. People Thanks for that, mate. Off and he's not even been playing. I know, I know. He was pretty terrible, though, wasn't he? Right. Th Thanks for calling, guys. Should we bring in Michael? Bring in Michael. Uh, he's gone anyway. Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Hello. You all right? Hiya. Yep. Good. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. What do you think so far of Latix's season? Absolutely terrible. <laughs> Why so? Come on, all right. Other than the results, what do you what do you think? What what what, first two, what, what, what first, needs to change? The first two games of the season was absolutely class, and I think all the fans and Sheridan all got a bit over themselves about oh we're going to go up this season, hmm. but and then from it. I think York in from the 60th minute at York there was nothing what we could say it was absolutely dreadful especially in the I, first half as well I agree then, the first half is the worst I've ever seen Oldham play for a long long time that was so bad but I think York were poor as well too it was like it was like a practice match weren't it of who who, who wanted to pass the yeah, ball to each other yeah yeah 
and then against um, Chesterfield. That first goal was I don't I don't know what you could say about that. That was just <laughs> he, he came out was like I, I don't know like flying rockets in the like we couldn't do anything about it. They just Second looked so so much quicker, didn't they, and sharper and more yeah. wanted it more, didn't they? Yeah, and then I think the Wealdstone game that were just they were just a better team by far. They played really well, didn't they? But yeah. we made it easy for them, though, didn't we? That's the thing. Yeah, just, yeah just. Who, who do you think's played well this season? Uh, there's not. Uh, Hope's played well, and I'm really sad about what's actually happened. Yeah. I, I, it's, it is, it is, yeah, we do wish you well, as we said at the start of the show, and I hope every fan thinks the same. So yeah, um, Hope has been a standout player. Is there is there anyone else who you don't rate at the moment? Who would you who would you change? Who would you swap around? Or who would you give a chance to? I think we need a new. We don't really need a new right back, but John Clark I think needs to go now. Right. His performances what... have been very very poor. What did you think of Charlie Wellens when he came, when he played? I thought he played quite well, and that uh, David. Okabui, I think he's called from Stoke. What did you think yeah. of him? Yeah, he, he was good. I think the lad who've just signed from on loan from United, yeah, he shined well. out. Yeah, yeah, he shined. He shined out a bit. Um, mm. but it it's getting over and over again where we're just getting the ball from the back and we're kicking up the pitch, and we're just thinking, oh, just hoping for the best for for someone to get the red on it. Mm. Yeah. Like I said again, Boreham Boreham Wood are not that is not going to suit us against Boreham Wood. They, they'll, oh, no. they'll they'll lap that up all day long because they yeah. do have a colossal back four. <laughs> they really do. Um and like uh, Brett Brett was telling us before that they're not just tall and strong, but they're also mobile as well. So it's going to be really difficult. Uh, who would you play up front, Michael, um on Saturday? Um To be honest, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say. If, uh, We've not got that many options, have we? We've got Fondops fit and Luamba's fit. No one else. Yeah, but I think. I think we should try putting Vaughn with um, with Luamba on. I think them two together a bit of trouble. What do you think, Simon? Um. I was thinking Tollett probably. I think he's got a bit of an eye for goal and he's got a bit of a track record and scoring a few goals. Just playing him off it. Mm. Probably playing two off for Thunder. That's what yeah. my view would be, unless we can get somebody in. Um, mm. is, is, well, any, is there any rumours about that, getting somebody there, there in? Is, there is an unsubstantiated rumour. I don't know how true it is, but we're, talk, we're in talks with uh, Leon Clark, who is another 38-year-old like striker, but he does know an eye for goal. He's... Played for South End, Sheffield Wednesday. Played for us alone for a bit under Shez, so Shez knows him. He is a goal scorer, but I, I, I don't know what his capabilities are now at thirty-eight. I think we need more energy. Let's bring John in. Sorry, John, you've been waiting very yeah, patiently. How are you doing, so John? Much for waiting. Unmuting. You still there, John? Un unmute your mic, mate. J John, unmute if, if you, you can. are. Maybe John's gone for a slash. Uh, 
Sure. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we we have fallen asleep. What about, um, what about getting Craig Davis back? Can't somebody just ask him to come back for a couple of games? No, uh, no. no, we need what we, what we need is like people have been saying. Uh, is no, you know this, we've been saying this on the podcast with uh, about this was uh, Jim Sims, but there was nothing we could do about that. That was that was yeah. more and, and and the previous lot won it. That was that was a problem. So. Um, I mean, do you give Fondop and Luamba a run out together? Is, is, yeah. is are they, are, are think, they too similar? Is that what you'd be doing, Michael? I think yeah. Put them two up front. Put I think ball and on. I think it would be a bit. I think they'll struggle a bit. Hmm. Um, I think we need to. But Vaughan and Burgess to run the show, ball players. We need, we do need some mobility in midfield, don't we? People in and around to, to, to keep the foot on the ball, to, to find mm. passes, to find runners. Like Luamba's going to, I think Luamba has to play now that Hope's injured he's because he's the only player that's going to cover ground. Presumably, he's, presumably he's back up to fitness. Can Ben Tollett not play, play from? Or is he a? He's more sort of attacking midfielder, winger, sort of. And I'm not, I'm not keen at all. In my, from what I've seen, him. he's very inconsistent. You know, he's, he's very, against, yeah. He's, he's very like Bahambula, I think. Yeah, a bit he, he, he on makes, the ball. makes the wrong decision at the final, in the final third, doesn't he? He should play the simple ball, but then he goes and tries to. He telegraphs what he's going to do, and then gets tackled. He did that so many times against Chesterfield on Saturday. And again, when he could have squared the ball to Hope, and it was a one-on-one with the keeper with Hope in the middle, he went and shot and blazed it wide well, inside that, netting. So that—that's when I went mad. I was, but <laughs> so do doing... we? Sorry, go on, go on, you go. No, I was, just, I was just thinking. I was trying to run through the formation in my head, and like, do we do we play four-three-three? Do we play a four-two-two? Four four two. Sorry, <laughs> uh, do we do we need more numbers up top? Like it's up to Shes to work this out. What our, what our most efficient team is at the moment? Our most dangerous team. But, it, I wouldn't. If, I wouldn't say do four four two. I don't, I don't think it would work at all. I don't. I don't think four three three works because we can always get overrun in the midfield again. Mm. Like at Bamber Bridge in the friendlies, we got overrun when we mm. converted to a four three three. Charlie Cooper did well, but again, he was getting overrun and Gardner was knackered. Do you know what I mean? And it was just... But yeah, it's... it's, it's, I mean, the the formation, it's very sort of like, really, like those formations really only are what you drop back into, aren't they? What you Mm. you fall back into shape when when you're setting up when the opposition have got the ball, really. Because when you've got the ball, you've got to be more dynamic, haven't you? You've got to... You, you've, you've got, got to occupy a certain three to drop into a four four two when they're on their attack, but we haven't got we haven't got that ball winning midfielder Cooper. Although he gets a bit of grief, I thought he did well when he came on against Chesterfield because he showed a bit of grit, bit of bite. He was getting stuck in, and he was getting overrun because he was on his own because who was with him in the in the midfield? Well, was... Isn't Threckeld really the, the 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 nearest we've got to a ball winning yeah. midfielder at the minute? Then <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, he did well against Aldershot, but he, he was poor against. Chesterfield, weren't he? I agree with what Dad just put in the comments. He put, can someone tell Chez the players don't always make make better decisions? Oh, it's already on the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. can read it out, though. Um, Because they're NL standard. That's why they're here. And that's, yeah, why, they that's why they need coaching. Yeah, yeah. They do need coaching, don't they? And, and they're looking up to... 
the likes of John Sheridan and Tommy Wright and saying, you're you're the guys that have been in the game for a long time and they want that experience, don't they? They, 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 they want to know what to do. And, and you have to, it's like, if you look at like, you look at, um, I can't, mate. All right. Okay. <laughs> if you look at um, Shez and, and, and uh, not Shez, Pep and all these top coaches, these top players, they are top players, but they, but they are coached so meticulously, aren't they? They are yeah. drilled. They, City don't just play like they play by accident. They don't just play because all the players are great players. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they still trained well. They, 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 spend, they spend hours on, the, on their preparation and they study everything and they are obsessive and, they, yeah. and, 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 and the whole squad becomes obsessive because it's an infectious trait that these managers have. That they, they they get everybody to buy into it, and and that's what we need at the football club. In the DNA of the football club, there has to be this obsessiveness with how we're going to play, how we're going to bring players through, how we're going to. It all has to be led by somebody who has that, like Klopp and 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 Pep and these. I mean, I know we're talking the very very top of the game, but I'm sure that you know. Um, look at what the was it what the lads at Lincoln who sort of like helped to re, yeah. you know. Brothers. That's they, they brought through that that spirit and and that attention to detail and that that, that ethos and that culture and nice. that's what we're lacking and and somebody has to be at the helm of that and I mm. think ultimately it is that John Sheridan maybe maybe not but you're shaking your head there Simon <laughs> it, <laughs> well probably in the long term it isn't but like in the short term has he got enough to to sort of like just to steady the ship. Didn't the guy last week say the Chesterfield fans say that um, it, all he did was tell them to go out and play their own game? And I'm not being funny, but we haven't got like 11 Zidans going out there who know what to do on the pitch, are they? If you yeah. tell them just yeah. to play their own game, it's just going to be like 11 headless chickens, aren't they? Another thing, what? Another thing, what's ruining us as well? We don't press the ball, and you look at teams no. in our league who press the ball and they win the ball more. You go pitch faster. We don't. We hang yeah. off the ball. We like. It's like we're afraid of the ball. That's it. But pressing an effective pressing game needs the whole team to know when to press, how to press together. It has to be coached into you again. It's it's not something that just happens on a you know every every. It has to be organised, um, and and that's not we're not seeing it so. Look, what we need, and I'm not saying that Chez is or isn't this because I'm not following him around every day, but what we need at this club for the next five years is somebody who's coming in every day for hours and hours and hours and working meticulously to build up every single element of the, of the football inside of the, of, the, of the club and bringing in all the right coach. I'm sure the people in the club know this, but you know there has to be, you have to have an obsessive, I don't know who the last obsessive was. It was probably Gar uh, Lee Johnson, um, probably. Yeah. Uh, maybe Dino. I don't yeah. know if Dino was like that. Lee lot, Johnson but... was a great coach. Yeah, he? but like oh, we, yeah. that's what we need. We need to have somebody who is just planning coaching sessions to the nth degree, uh, keeping coaching really, really fresh, really vibrant, really energetic, um, and building a five-year plan on on the football side for things and. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not going to be easy to find that person and pay that person um, or whatever. But I would imagine they're going to have to be somebody who is at the earlier end of their career rather than at the later end of their career. I would, I would say. I think, 
I think that's what's ruining us because Shez, I think, he must think in his head, he's trying things when he was coached last time and it's not working at all now because he's playing like old, old, old like, thinking it's just not working. I, I don't think it will ever work. Mm. Right, so uh, <laughs> we're running out of time. So, um, Michael, what score do you think it's going to be on Saturday against Boreham um, don't think we're going to score a lot. I'm going to go 2-1, all them. Oh, who's going to score, mate? Um, if Vaughn, if Vaughn and the Wamba are on, um, I'll perhaps go for, mm, actually, no. No, yeah, <laughs> I'll go with Luamba and Ben Tollett. Oh, fair enough. Right. That sounds good. Simon. I hope you're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to go 2 1 as well. Who's going to uh, score? Bondot and Tollett. I love it. I love this. I love like we, we, we bemoan like we spend the whole thing talking about how we struggle in and how we struggle. And then we can't help but sort of like predict that we're going to win. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's sort of like in my gut, I feel like we're probably going to lose on Saturday. I really do. I think like Boreham Wood, looking at Boreham Wood's results. Uh, they've won three, drawn one, lost one of the last five, um, and I think you know they're a, they're a more organised, um, more effective team than we are. We're going away. Striking it's going to be as well. it's going to be really really hard. But I don't want to turn around and say that Latin's going to lose because he kind of feel like you're contributing towards some kind of like. It depends. It depends how we are on the day. I think if we come out in the first half and we absolutely nail them, I think you might actually. Score a bit more than two, but you've got to see well, how it is on the day. We right. we need them to do. We need them to do it for their mate Hallam Hall, don't we? Really? What are you saying? What your score? What score? Uh, I'm going to go for one-one. I'm going to go for a one-nil Oldham. Yeah, well, I I mean, who? I hope we win. I hope we who? win. Score. Uh, Jordan Clark, why not? <laughs> Jordan Clark. No way. No way. <laughs> no way. Hey, Michael, <laughs> will you do us a favour? <laughs> yep. Will you give us a will you call in again? You've been really yeah. great. Simon, you do as well, please. Yeah, John, absolutely. if you unmute yourself, you can go on the bloody <laughs> call, but uh, gutted that you can't. But please come in next week, and we're really glad that you've all followed the link in the instructions because we do need calls. It's all about you, for the fans, by the fans. So, yeah, please do. And also, we've, uh, we may be having a few uh, surprises up the past leave <laughs> in the next few shows. So, uh, yeah. John, are you unmuted? I am sorry, lads. I had to put Little into bed. No, it's all right, mate. Well, can we get you on next week, pal? Is that all right? Because we're just about to finish and we've been, uh, we did want to get you on a bit earlier, but you have been very patient. So you could be our first caller next week. Is that is that a plan? Yeah, of course. No problem, lads. Thank you very much for your patience. Well, can we get your prediction before you go? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to be a, be a bit sort of negative here. I can't see us getting anything, I'll be honest. It'd be, right, cut him off. Oh, I'm not joking. <laughs> I think we'll be lucky to get away with a 2-0 defeat, to be honest with you. Just, I, I can't see where the goals are coming from. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think it's going to be really, really... I think if we get a point on Saturday, it would be a really good result. I really do. Um, it's going to be a really tough game. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, but as I say, keep out, keep your eye out on the next few shows because we have got a few surprises coming up. So, uh, we look forward to it. Have we? Yes, we have. Oh, I don't know. It's a surprise. Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah. Listen, thanks oh, a lot, everybody. Hopefully, well, when Mike. we come back next week, we'll have three points. That's it, mate. When we're back next week, we'll have played walking as well, won't we? Yeah, we six about points. That. Come on, Michael. Come on, Michael. 
Six points over for you, then. Michael, you've oh. been brilliant, mate. How old are you, by the way? Me? Yeah. I'm 16. Right, okay. Fair enough. That's a 36 then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Been brilliant. Thanks good. for your watch. Yeah, nice good. one. It's good to get uh, it's good to get the voice of uh, the, youth. the full range of uh, of, of Latics fans. And um mm. yeah, let's hope. John, do you think we'll get anything out of the next two away games then? Boreham Wood and uh, Walking. Listen, for me for me, it's um it's, it's no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. We've got sixteen defenders and nobody else. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's just no good, is it? No, no. I, I listen. I, I don't disagree. I think it's going to be really, really tough. I think this is going to be these next four games are going to be. They're going to be. They're going to be tough. They're going to be tough. I'm, I'm glad we got you on for a couple uh, of minutes. You know anyway, John. Come on next week, mate. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, we'll do, lad. Cheers. 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 Nice one. Thanks, Cy, for Simon, uh, thank getting you. in touch as well. Thanks to thanks Anthony. John. Thanks to Bim Man. Thanks to Brett Lewis. Thanks to you, Matt Dean. I'd like, I'd like to thank our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. I'd like to thank Joe Royal. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks to John Sheridan. Uh, and thanks to all the comments, guys, because uh, it, it has been brilliant, honestly, um, seeing this reaction and clicking the link. So we'll see you next Wednesday with six points. Yeah. The Bandapag Alert System is hosted and produced by Matt Dean and Andy Halliwell for QPod Productions. Visit oafcpodcast.co.uk for loads more info including how to support us for just 2 99 per month, how to sponsor the show to raise money for the 1895 fund and to read Arlene's brilliant weekly blog. Please follow and interact with us on social media at OAFC Podcast and you can help change the game by listening to us on the Fan Hub app along with all major podcast platforms. Please like, subscribe and review the pod to help us climb the rankings and get more listeners. Pushtheboundary.co.uk and oasf.co.uk are where you'll find out all about our official supporters groups getting involved and continuing to raise money for the 1895 fund. Don't miss the Latics football phoning with myself and Dave Bradley every Wednesday from 8.30 till 9.30 at youtube.com forward slash the Boundary Park Alert System. Follow us on socials at OAFC Phoning. You can also catch us on the brand new Greatest Manchester Football Podcast live every Thursday night from 8 till 9 on the Greatest Manchester Football Podcast YouTube channel. Follow at GMFootPod for all the details. The title music for the show is by DJ and producer Starion with an R and for more information visit bandcamp.com forward slash Red Laser Records. 